You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. something and uh, as the service was going on I um, there was just a part of this the song that the throne room and uh, brother Robinson kind of just shared a little bit about it just you know um, about just that this this veil is torn and that we have access to the presence of God and all through the Old Testament, um, many kings and nations who tried to overthrow Israel, see, their prize was to get into the throne room. Because they had, they had seen and heard the miraculous transpire through the God of Israel, through the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They, nations have heard over the years, of inf- as information was passed down, how, how powerful the God of Israel brought down many nations. And so there was nations rising against Israel different times through the Old Testament, through history. And the prize was, we want to get behind that veil to see who their God is. And see, they were looking to see some image. They were looking to see something that they could obtain themselves, something that they could take back to their homeland. But yet when they stepped in, and um, when the Babylonians had invaded Jerusalem, raided the temple, I can just imagine the surprise that they would see when they stepped beyond the veil and these they were looking and they didn't see they didn't see anything they didn't see any images they didn't see what they thought they would have saw but yet tonight we can we can just do that we can come freely into the presence of god we don't have to wait for just that once a year like and in the old testament there was specific guidelines laid out for the priest when he would enter into the Holy of Holies. He couldn't just decide, you know what, today I think I'm going to go in and just hang out with God today and maybe just brush around the mercy seat. And to get there, there was a process. But tonight, you and I, like there is a process that, that we have, and it's just a matter of us opening our hearts and our minds to him. I was... I had something I was going to share, but I'm just, I just really feel that God just really wants um, to really minister and touch our lives. And, and so I'm just going to brush on just one little thing that, and it was about, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, 4 through 9, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. 
And then it just kind of goes on, um, and it's more just teaching and training your children. And just what God is desiring is that relationship with him, that personal, personal relationship with him. It's not enough just to say, well, I went to church once this week, that it's, you know, who is Jesus to you? You know, who is he to you? And if we just actually did what that says, that, Lord, we love you with all of our heart. And we love you with all of our soul and with all of our strength. I can guarantee that, that if we really truly confess that and believe that, then we will kind of see some things that may happen and transpire in our own lives. See, the word here uh, is translated from the word shama and is taken from, and if it's taken from its true content, it would read something like, like shama is a command to listen or to pay attention, to obey. So, so what essentially is being read is, pay attention, Israel, the Lord your God, he is one Lord. And that you are to love that one Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. So what happens is this, this passage declares not only Israel, uh, Israel's God to be uniquely one, but also Israel's to love the Lord with all their heart. Same as us today. And uh, we are t- to love him with our soul and our strength. So just merely believing isn't enough. But it requires not only to believe but it also requires us to respond to this commandment. And so what God is saying tonight, how would you respond to the call? That Jesus Christ is, he's here tonight, and he's reaching out to whosoever will. Whoever desires him can have him. Whoever wants more of him can have more of him. You feel like I've just been wandering through life, and it just seems like things do not make sense, I just feel like there's no purpose in my life, then you need to come and see Jesus. You need to have a, a, um, a, um, a conversation with him and just respond to his commandment. For God deserves real commitment. And, uh, and that's probably a loose word these days, like commitment. Because it's kind of like, We're committed, but we're not committed. (laughs) But such commitment requires not only just believing, but it requires a response. This is not enough for us to just believe in God, but it requires us to respond. If we say we are committed, then we must must be in a direct course of action to be taken on our part. And such a real, true commitment. It isn't something that's just half heartedly, it's not just something. We pick up today and tomorrow we just set it down. That God desires that personal relationship with each and every one of us. And it's not just so much for just us, but it's for the whosoever will. It's for whoever desires more of him. And tonight, I just, I just felt like it was like God was just speaking to me, like just just envisioning you know, what it would have been like to just walk into that throne room. What it would have been like just walking in and, and just being in the presence of God. Hallelujah. 
maybe I'm just weird or something. I don't know. But I just feel his presence so strong. And, and don't anyone answer that. I know everyone's thinking already. Just, But uh, what we have access to today, hallelujah, it can not only change your life, but it can change your future. Like you don't have to base your future on the past. You don't have to base your future on the what-ifs. You don't have to base your future on if only I had done this or, or if things had worked out this way. But God has a plan and a purpose. And, uh, and he wants to pour out his spirit like never before. And it's for whosoever will. Whoever desires more of him can have more of him. Hallelujah. Just walking into his throne room, coming into his presence. That's all that really matters, isn't it? That's all that really matters is I connect with, with my creator. That's all that really matters. Everything else, everything else will just, if it's materialistic, it's just going to fade away anyways. It's, you know, just... It's going to end up rusting. It's just going to, you know, the Bible says they're rust and moth, and it just disintegrate. But what God is offering something is not just eternal, but it's everlasting, everlasting, everlasting. Hallelujah. And God, he wants to pour out his Holy Spirit like never before. I shared this last week, just briefly. You know that, that God is very strategic with what he's been orchestrating in our city, even when, we, even when we didn't even realize what was happening. That God has been placing satellite churches in specific areas of our cities and our surrounding communities. We have uh, Grand Bay, we have Quispam Sis, New Ujewak, and the Hampton area. And... Th- our north end, our south end, east, which is here, of course, two locations on our west side. Like God has very been, he's been very specific in setting things up so that there is a lighthouse in every community of our city. Like, I know a pastor has said, yes, it would be so much easier if we all just came to this one church. But that's not, that's not what God was interested in. He's interested in expanding. He's interested in going further, deeper. It's about multiplication. You know, when we look in, um, in John chapter 4, there's a story that Jesus, he went on a mission to reach not only a Samaritan woman at Jacob's well, but he was after a community of people. So Jesus and his disciples, while they were leaving Judea, they were to head back to Galilee. And, and though they normally travel a specific route that bypasses Samaria, Jesus felt compelled to travel through this unpopular region in order to reach a community. So Jesus had a divine appointment with a woman at Jacob's well, who most would, would kind of question her moral background. But when she received a revelation of who Jesus was, she left her water pots and she ran to tell the community about Jesus. And the majority of that community believed 
in the words of Jesus. Like, when you read through it, Jesus stayed with him for numerous days, and he performed no miracles at all. And when I, when I read that, I thought about it. I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's interesting, because everywhere he usually went, there was miracles, healings took, took place. And it's because they believed by the word only. I don't need a demonstration of who you are for me to accept who you are. I'm going to believe by the word only. And so it's just a matter of just believing. So sometimes we need to just do the same, and that is to go out of our way to reach others. Because that's what God wants to do in our city, is he wants us to reach, reach, reach others, reach people in our home communities and, and it's, it's time for this, the church to pass on and, just, and share the apostolic experience with somebody else. If each of us would just spend time with just one person this year, our church would double like next year. Because it's, it's natural that as we spend time with one person, we're going to share and they're going to they're gonna open their heart up and they're going to be like, yeah, I want what you have. And... And then it just, in the next year after that, it will double, double, double. And it's, that's what God's interested in, is multiplying, expanding his kingdom. We had the privilege of attending Canada Conference back in, in April. And there is numerous prophetic messages that were given about Canada. That, that God has seen how Canada for years has been giving and sending missionaries all across the world and sending financial resources. And God has seen what Canada has been doing. And God has promised that he's going to pour out his spirit and have revival in Canada like never before. And as a, the different messages were coming forth, God spoke to me, and he said, what St. John needs is an apostolic invasion. What our church needs is an apostolic invasion of his spirit. What our homes need is an apostolic invasion of his spirit. We, can, we don't have to go very far to find people who are just wounded by life. But if we share them, this great apostolic message, they open their hearts up. They will receive exactly what we have received. It's that same spirit, the same spirit of God that dwells in us can dwell in them. God wants to pour out his spirit like never before. So what our city needs is an apostolic invasion. And so for all of our satellite churches. I'd, you just take that and go back to your, your church and, and just pray and say, God, I want to bring an apostolic invasion in the community that is surrounding our churches. And we're going to see a greater harvest of souls. We're going to see, see the miraculous take place. And I can tell you that a pandemic, it wasn't able to stop what God had started. It's March 17th in 2020. Our, our nation, essentially the globe, had pretty much just shut down 
And I was meeting a gentleman and uh, doing a Bible study with him, and he wanted to be baptized. And so I was just like, okay, sure, we can, we can, we can arrange that. And at the time, the restrictions were like less than 10 people in the building. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you weren't really supposed to have anyone outside your home bubble, household bubble in your vehicle. And so it was just, so we secretly picked him up and brought him to church. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was, it was a beautiful beautiful experience to see this gentleman be baptized. And, um, and so when he came up out of the waters, he just lifted his hands, and he was just looking up, and he was just worshiping God, and it was so beautiful. And, uh, and a few months uh, later, we, we were meeting for Bible study. I would just secretly pick him up and sneak him into the church. We'd go downstairs and have a Bible study, and, and he... he uh, one day he just said, um, he said, where do you keep the doves in the church? And I was like, doves? I said, we don't have doves in the church. And he goes, no. He said, he said where do you keep the doves in this church? I was like, we, we don't have any doves in our church. And he said, well, bring up the pictures of my baptism. He was convinced that, you know, it would show up in a photograph. And so we're flipping through them, and there was like, you know, it just looked normal. And, and he said, well... When I come up out of the water and I lifted my hands, he said, this dove came down in front of me and it turned and it flew into the sanctuary. That was the experience that he had with his baptism. And I said, well, God was just confirming to you that he's accepted you and that he loves you. And, um, and just recently, someone else shared with me their experience of being baptized. And, and uh, just the other day, they said, you know, like, I got baptized a few weeks ago, and they said, you know, I, I feel like something, there's something different about me. I, 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 can't, I can't pinpoint it, but there's something that is different about me. And that's what happens when, when we make that, that commitment that God is desiring for us. And, um, and if we could, I know this was short, like this wasn't even the message I was really going to preach, but I just felt... I just felt just to share this for a few moments. So if we could just have the music come back. And uh, think about who is Jesus to you? And know that you can step into the presence of God no matter where you are. Some people have the the, uh, thought that, you know, I have to be in a church or I have to be in a specific place to to experience the presence of God, and you can experience Him anywhere. You know, we've, ex- we've experienced and witnessed people right on King Street who are broken by life, reaching out to someone they don't even know who He is. But yet they took that step of faith and said, you know what? I'm just going to open my heart up right at this moment. And there's times when you would feel such a presence of God, like just just right on the streets, surrounded by just chaos and turmoil all around us. But yet, just in that little moment of time, there was someone that was in their desperate hour of need that was reaching out.
I need a miracle in my life. I need, I need to know that somebody loves me. I need to know what it's like to, to just feel the love and support of someone. I need to know what it's like to have a purpose. I'm just tired of wandering aimlessly through life, just, just hoping that one, one night I'll just close my eyes and I'll never wake up again. You know, those are cries from people in our own city. People walking by day in and day out. We never even notice. But God, he notices. He notices every little detail of each of our lives. There's someone here tonight that just needs to be reminded that God, he's, he loves you so much that he's not willing that any one of us should lose out. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.